0: What the heck? Why? How do you do that? Do, we, do you have to pay for that? No. So we finally get to follow up with our previous a previous conversation. No, like two conversations ago when we were in person. Um, we talked about me getting a new phone and right. uh, how you were talking about all the, the phones on the horizon and stuff. And finally, it's time to very hopefully not terribly in-depth, but go into the Pixel 4.
1: Right. That was announced last week, last Wednesday, at a Google event in New York City. And a lot of the leaks had come out. Actually, a lot of them came out directly from Google because they kind of tried to get ahead of it. Um, But we already knew a lot with um, the specs and the internals of the Pixel 4. But uh, they did surprise us with a few things. Okay. Uh, between you know comparing the uh, Pixel 3 to Pixel 4 and overall I'm I'm very excited for this phone. Yeah. Quentin. Yeah, I I'm very excited because it does lean on a couple of things that uh while they may not be so big right now, it really lends itself to a subset of community that might really uh benefit from like the air gestures this is part of Project Soli. Um, where you can, without, because the the Pixel 4 actually has radar on it now, you can actually just swipe in the air in front of it and skip to the next song, change your page. And you might say, like, well, that's kind of silly. Well, why, why is that, like, useful? Um, like I said, subset. People with disabilities might hugely benefit with this. Okay. And I know it's not a, again, not a huge market, but it's one of those things that, tends to go unnoticed and developers don't really develop on top of it but if we can really put a spotlight on this we can start to see how creating applications and uh, software to better serve people that have accessibility needs will also improve the overall experience for people who don't okay. so I'm I'm very excited for that it is I I, I will admit it is a little wonky right now um but I would argue it's the same wonkiness that we had when we first got touchscreen on laptops. Where even the guys at Apple were like, Oh look, you have gorilla arms reaching out onto your uh onto your uh computer to touch something. Oh oh oh, that's so silly. Now now we are used to that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I would make the argument that with air gestures, um, it's going to be like that in another couple of years or so. Um the biggest difference is going to be the camera, and I know for you, you have what three cameras, four cameras, including the the front facing on the iPhone Pro, uh, iPhone 11 Pro Max Ultimate.
0: I definitely uh, don't have the Max, but yes, there is three. Ca- okay. th- three on the back, one on the front.
1: So Google's approach was a little different because instead of doing an ultra wide, they did a telephoto lens, and I'm not quite sure how I feel about that. And it
0: being a week later, Wait, how, I've been able so to see... So how many st- cameras does the, ca- th- the thing have?
1: It only has two
0: on the back. Yeah. Because you, you, the way you mentioned it, like they decided to, instead of do the ultra-wide, they did a telephoto.
1: Right. So the main camera on the Pixel 4 is 12.2 megapixels, whereas the telephoto lens is 16 megapixels. Well, that's good. Um yeah, and then with the uh, iPhone 11 Pro, it also has a 12-megapixel main, an ultra-wide 12-megapixel with five lens uh five element lenses uh with 120 degrees of view, um whereas uh its telephoto lens is 12 megapixels with dual OS- uh, OIS, um with six element lenses. Someone's reading a list right now. No, I know this at the top of my head because I I was preparing for this. <laughs> Oh Um, dear! (laughs) Yeah, because I really wanted to. I really want to get in deep about the differences and like. As I was uh, talking with a friend of mine, it at this point the phones, whether it's on iOS or Android or just like within the Android ecosystem, like OnePlus, Huawei, Samsung versus versus Google. It's it's no longer about the operating system because at the end of the day, it's just small idiosyncrasies that make it a little bit different and it's just small changes that one can get used to it's it's and and i think i've said that here on this podcast it's just about getting used to certain things sometimes this is about sacrifice (laughs) um but in all um one of the big things that i i was very interested in is is the fact that they got rid of the ultra wide because even in Google's talk last year with the Pixel Three, they made a huge deal about how the ultra wide can get so much more in to a frame that they put it on the front facing camera for selfies. Mm-hmm. They didn't do it for the rear facing, which was whatever. But I figured that they would do that now. And now that they have not, I'm looking at this ultra wide from the photos that you t- took in Palm Springs. To photos that I've seen since then on other people's cameras. And for me, as an amateur photographer who likes to take photos here and there and everywhere, I would like to have that option. And I can with some software tweaks and other applications that mimic ultra wide. But as you had said, there's only so much that software can do. You need hardware for that.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So it, that's a little disconcerting, and then the and the last thing, I I think, this can be argued either way, whether it's, um, the Pixel 4's night sight, or the iPhone. What do they call it on the iPhone for the nighttime shots? Sight night. I, I
0: don't know. Okay. Good, good <laughs> um, photos at night. Okay, TM. that's not what they.
1: Uh, P.M. Okay, great. I'm glad you specified nighttime as P.M. No, no, T.M. For TM. everyone who is... Oh, T.M., trademark. Oh, I apologize. I thought you said P.M. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that could still be argued that it really depends on the elements. Because I took some beautiful nighttime shots in Napa when I was um, hanging out with my girlfriend in Napa watching uh, The Princess Bride. And I, I would, I would go as uh, as far as to say, you, Mister iOS Man, over there in Utah Land, would have to agree that with the perfect elements of nature and also artificial nature, being that there were lights in the area, um, the nighttime shot was not grainy. It was, it was beautiful. Okay. For for what I took, and I've seen some shots from the iPhone with the new one. Um, I've seen yours, Palm Springs, again, beautiful, and I've seen some other ones in other places around the world, from London, from East Coast at night, and they do not look good at all. So I think as much as you can punch into the ground how good this phone is, your phone, it's never going to be perfect as much as... My pixel is ever going to be perfect a hundred percent of the time. There are going to be things. Is it is it less perfect on iOS versus Android? I, I don't know. Okay. Is it worth it making this argument? No, it's not. <laughs> I was
0: trying to understand where you're going with that.
1: My point is like comparing the two features as similar as they are. It's going to be fine.
0: Well, they say, the the saying goes that it in the upper echelon of phones, you're only going to notice like a 5% difference in like similar features. You got to take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah,
1: you definitely do. I mean, do you, do you have your phone on you, for example? Yep. I mean, like you have, I don't even know what you called it, but you have the home screen. You don't have any widgets. You have those things to the left that you could call widgets, but they're, to me, they're not widgets because... You can't really necessarily organize them uh, as, as much as you can on Android, but it's something you got used to. It's all about something you got used to. But there is one thing, Quentin, that I never got used to because I never had a chance to get used to it. And that is uh, those the, the experience that all of you guys have over there with iMessage. I'm never going to get used to iMessage. I'm never going to be able to have a chance to get used to iMessage.
0: That's not 100% true, right? I mean, you could get used to it. There is a way that that could happen.
1: I don't know. I mean, if you look at your
0: phone now. What? <laughs> 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 what? Tell, tell me more. Tell me more right now.
1: Okay, so for people who can't or aren't able to put two and two together, I'm sending him emojis via my iPhone 11 pro max pro
0: max. Holy hell. Yeah. I got, I got the max. Too um, much. I
1: went into the Verizon store and I compared my pixel three XL to the pro and the pro max. And I've gotten used to the large phones. So the pro max was an easy jump switch over. Um, I made this decision about uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, even. So before but it was on the back order. Cause I got before
0: the pixel announcement.
1: Yeah, before the Pixel announcement.
0: What? So, t- tell me more.
1: I was not impressed with what I saw with the Pixel. At the end of the day, like that one thing that I talked about Project Soli was the only thing that I thought was very interesting, but it's as interesting as the Connect on Xboxes. There's so much that we could do. You know, I didn't do, want to be rude because you were mentioning
0: accessibility and stuff. And I was like, okay, that's fair. I won't say anything. But I was like, when your first was like, you can do wave like features. I'm like, okay, but that just sounds like the, the little, uh, what was it called? The leaf or whatever. Very gimmicky. Like, cool. And like the, the beginnings of interesting tech. But at, at this time, it's kind of like, Okay. That's the thing. Like I I hope that somebody proves both of us oh, wrong 100%. In, in 100%. I want right. this tech to go somewhere but for now for now it's like really that's it. I can I can swipe like
1: in the air. I mean there there are a few other things that's kind of cool and and that's the thing like it is that's all it is. It's kind of cool yeah. that I can swipe away an alarm i can swipe i can go into my into snooze instead of actually having to find my phone and click the side button i can just swipe on top of it in the air and it'll somehow go into snooze or if i swipe to the right it'll turn it off completely i mean those are things i don't know at at five in the morning if i'm going to be able to remember swipe to the left versus swipe to the right in the air i i I don't know but what if
0: you do jazz hands
1: Well, if you do jazz hands and then the the phone blows up,
0: thousand dollar phone, I really rather it not blow up. It's not registering the command, and you need the phone to blow up, and you're just like you have captors. You're trying to do jazz hands, what the hell are you doing? Just you have no idea
1: how hard (laughs) this has this has been to just keep this away from you. Yeah, I actually received the phone on Monday, or actually Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. And then you call me Wednesday, and you're like Pixel Four, and I'm like, No, let's not talk about it, because I, I, I all, in all honesty, in all earnest, I did want to wait till today uh-huh. to talk about that. But that was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's close to six days where I'm like, uh, shut the f up. But the other thing too was I hadn't yet swapped over my SIM, so I bought the phone under a new under uh, under a new number. For those five days, the iPhone was on that new number. So if you had texted me, you would text my Android phone, I would come up as a green bubble, you'd be none the wiser. Last night, I did the swap, and this morning, your wife texts me and she says, Hey, what time are you guys recording? And I said, 10, my time. And immediately she goes, iMessage? I'm like, yeah, yeah, shut up. Shh. 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 She's like, how you will? I'll be quiet. I'll be quiet. It's like, okay. (laughs) But truth be told, I woke up this morning at nine at my girlfriend's place. And she only lives about 20, 25 minutes away from the studio here. But I also have my daughter with me. We were both hungry. So it was a matter of like getting up, getting going, going Starbucks, rushing down here, getting her situated in the other room. And getting fixed up, calling you on Discord as the first thing that I do, just in case you were to text me, hey, so are you on? <laughs> over iMessage, and it <laughs>
0: blows the whole thing. You know, I even thought about it. I have had you. this planned even, out for weeks. I Quinton. even thought about texting you, and I was like, nah, you'll be on. <laughs> <laughs> Like honestly, I planned my planned out for weeks. My laziness is what saved you because I was just like, ah, I should text him and see when he's. Back. Ah, he'll be on. He'll be along. <laughs> I never thought I would say this, but
1: I'm glad you're lazy. <laughs> <laughs> but in all honesty, dude, I mean, going, going back to the phones, it's really not all that much different f- from what I remember iOS being. Right. There are certain things where. I have no idea w- where they
0: are. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that <laughs> so, once we're done recording. We'll
1: talk about that, right? And so I have, but but the the thing is, that I found myself googling how to do blank on iOS 13, and luckily, you know, the the answer pop pops up pretty quickly. Aurelia and I went to the symphony, San Francisco Symphony, on Saturday. And as we sit down, I thought, oh, no, I don't know how to put my phone into silent mode. And I completely forgot there's a silent button. Oh, yeah. The toggle switch on the side. You know,
0: what's funny is that always has boggled me why not a lot of Android phones just don't have that inherently of just here's a little toggle switch for your silent mode. Yeah. So I, I don't quite understand the difference, though. There's the physical
1: silent mode toggle and then there's the digital do not disturb mode um why they so
0: that? okay well again we'll talk about this off off air like just just, just remind me um okay because that yeah we we could talk forever on this stuff but yeah I, i'm happy you're happy with your phone I'm, i mean yeah I'm so far it's be it's fun. been
1: great yeah i have no complaints um you know that that monochromatic photo mode that i told you about or rather, you know that monochromatic photo mode that you use to take a photo of that Falcon, and I made fun of it saying no one's ever going to use it? Right, right. It's I've been using it a lot. Gimmicky or whatever. Yeah, I've been using it a lot. Yeah. But again, it's only been within the first like week of me owning the phone. I don't know how much more often I'll be using it. Hmm. Um, my father, he's an iOS user. He was extremely surprised when I, when I showed him. Is, yeah, I've been gung-ho Android for
0: years I guess the question so that he... other people are going to ask is uh, What color did you get? Oh, I got the green I thought so Yeah, I got the green
1: and I got a um, a clear case So you could see the green and the uh, ugly Apple logo on the back I've got the <laughs> screen protector You can't say wanted... that! You have the phone! <laughs> 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 it doesn't work, Tony <laughs> No, like my, my I I've never had hatred or animosity toward Apple. It's, it it all it stemmed from when the iPhone came out, it was out on AT&T first. And at the time I worked at Verizon and Verizon came out with the first Android phone that was the whiz bang. Oh my God, Android is a good thing. And that was the Motorola Droid. And since then, 2009... I had always felt that Android was the superior operating system. But again, as we've been shown time and time again, while Apple might be late to the party with features, they tend to do it a lot better and a lot more cleanly. Yeah, and I'm finally experiencing that again after all these years. Apple Pay has been great, just as easy as Google Pay. You know, so <laughs> I'll uh, I'll report back if something between now and the next time we record happens where I'm like, nope, screw it. I'm returning this. This is stupid. It it smells like daisies when I want it to smell like lilacs. Like if something happens and it's just not like it's something I can get used to, then I'll let you guys know. But I, I doubt anything would happen between now. And Sounds there. good.
0: the other day I was at the gym um, and uh, there was a song on that I hadn't heard before, but I recognized the band. It was Lincoln park. So hooray for you. Um, but I recognized the band, but I couldn't really like understand what they were saying. I've never heard the song before. And I kept hearing, hearing them saying jealous ho in the song. No, like constantly <laughs> jealous, ho jealous, ho jealous, ho jealous, ho. And I'm like, Oh, Okay. It's weird. So I use one of the many apps there are to, you know, recognize the song, figure out what's going on. So, Wait, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Were they saying let me go instead? (laughs) uh, No, they're saying until it's gone. Until it's gone. (laughs) Okay, continue. We'll try to figure out what. What? (laughs) Well, that's the song name is until it's gone. And I I just the way that the like the speakers were just not uh allowing me to hear the G and just I guess whatever it it just sounded like jealous ho over and over again. So I was wondering if you've ever had like moments where you've mis uh, misunderstood uh a song to that degree. Uh, yeah. To this day, dude, like
1: there are plenty of songs Where I have no idea what they're saying. Um, It's not as bad as jealous ho. But if I like the song, I'll sing the song up until that point in the song. Like while I'm uh, blasting it in the car. And I'll either not say anything. Or I'll say what I think he says phonetically. And phonetically, it's just gibberish. But, hey, I'm in my car alone. Who the heck cares, right? Right. But, yes, yeah, so that, that does happen to me quite a bit, especially with the kind of music that I listen to. You know, I, I listen to, like, Grindcore and Metalcore, Deathcore, and um, I've recently gotten into a band called Ice Nine Kills, and a lot of their songs are based off of, like, horror films or horror books and things of that nature. So, like, the, the topic is really cool, and... I'll try and pull what I remember from the movie or remember from the book and correlate it to what he's saying. But what he's saying to me sounds like, like that's the, that's the intonation. That's, that's, those are the syllables that he's saying, but I don't, I don't know the words. So sometimes when I get to my studio or when I get to my girlfriend's place, I'll pull the song out. And I'll go to a Z lyrics, or I'll do the thing that you can do on YouTube, which is just look at the lyrics while the song plays, and the lyrics just populate on the screen and i I know with amazon music they 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 show the lyrics so you can kind of follow along with the lyrics and I know with um uh with Google music, they don't do that, and it bothers me, but <laughs> I've got yeah. I I will forever be that guy and really could tell you right now too. I will sing with you. I will sing next to you and I will sing my heart to my heart's content, but there will be times where you'll look over at me and say, wait, what did you say? And I will respond with, I have no idea, but it sounded good to me.
0: Do you remember like way back when that was like the most popular type of YouTube video for a while? It was just um, like misheard lyrics lyrics videos. Yes. Oh my word.
1: Yeah, there's uh, there's a back. YouTuber. Um, I think his name is Jared Jared, Jared something. Um, he was very popular for making parody uh, metalcore videos, um, but his other series of videos were misheard lyrics. And I'll I'll just say this: they're NSFW right out of the gate. But it is very much like, wait, what? <laughs> Now I can't unhear that. <laughs> I got to hear the song now.
0: Yeah, once once you uh once you start hearing those misheard lyrics, it's really hard to not. And that's why I've realized I hate those videos anymore because they ruin songs for me. I remember when I used to think they were funny and then I was like, wait a second. Now I can't listen to this song because I can't take it serious because now it sounds ridiculous. Great.
1: Have you ever heard a weird Al Yankovic song before you heard the right real song? Oh, plenty plenty. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was the whites. I heard So there's a song by um, New Kids on the Block called The Right Stuff. For those of you who are too young, New Kids on the Block, boy band of the 90s, before, uh, before the boy band craze of, like, Take That and 98 Degrees and NSYNC and things of that nature. But they had the song... The Right Stuff. But Weird Al's version was called The White Stuff, referring to the center of the Oreo. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I heard that version first. And I loved that song because I also love Oreos. And then, it wasn't less than maybe six months after the fact, I heard the original song. And I was like, why would somebody ruin... Weird Al's song into like this, why would they? And then it like, as I'm saying this out loud to myself at this moment in time, I realized, wait, Weird Al's whole thing is remaking existing songs. D- did this come out first? You know, this, this is before the internet, so I couldn't look it up. Right. So I had to swallow my pride and ask somebody who I thought might know, and she did. She's like, yeah, that came out at least four years <laughs> before oh,
0: no. Weird oh, Al came no. out with his. It's
1: like, oh, have I that? Have I been that far detached from popular culture? And they're like, like yeah, yeah, you have. I'm like, what have you been doing? It's like, I don't know, playing Shostakovich and and Tchaikovsky on my violin.
0: That's what I've been doing. <laughs> That's my excuse. And what did they say? Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> It was pretty
1: much that
0: and then just pure silence and we never spoke again So with the day that we record this uh tonight supposedly is the new trailer for the Star Wars movie that releases during uh December this year is yeah that's somewhat um, Rise right?
1: of the Skywalker is going to have the final cinematic uh, trailer um, releasing during Monday Night Football
0: of all things. So I have, I guess it makes a sense. challenge for oh. you and kind of a challenge for the listeners. Um, okay, because obviously this won't really take effect if because this will release after the fact. But if you haven't seen the trailer, don't. Don't watch it at all. Oh. Don't. Oh, so you're putting
1: the kibosh on Star Wars starting now.
0: Yeah. Don't watch the trailer. Oh. Um, okay. There is, a, there is a second part to this, and this is kind of the important bit. Um, leading up to and with the release of Star Wars, especially if you're not planning on seeing it day one, Not only don't watch the trailers, don't listen to the reviews. Don't listen to people, what they thought of the movie. Not even, not even the, like, not even your friends that are like, you know, they saw it yesterday and you're like, Hey, no spoilers. And they're like, Oh, but it's really good. Just FYI or Hey, no spoilers. Oh, but it actually kind of sucks. Don't get those. Like, Hey, I don't even want review spoilers. Like count a review, even of, of a thumbs up, thumbs down as a spoiler go into the movie with completely blind. Well, not even just completely blind, but go into the movie with the, the, the mindset that you did when you saw the first star Wars movie. And what I mean by that is like, do you, do you really think that way back when, when you first saw the first star Wars movie that you were thinking about, Oh, well, how's the acting of this character or how's the, you know, how's the set pieces of that character or whatever, don't think about that. Just go into the movie and enjoy it. Because the thing is, is I always think of a Star Wars movie as like a roller coaster. Like you, you are in it for a ride, and you don't choose. You don't say, "Oh, well, they should have," uh, you know, had a corkscrew here when they actually had a loop. You don't. You don't think about that with the roller coaster. You don't think, "Oh, they should have done this. They should have done that." Don't. Don't overthink the movie. Just go have fun don't watch trailers, don't listen to reviews, don't listen to what other people think. Go watch the movie, form your own damn opinion, and then talk to people about it. And yeah, maybe they'll convince you a different direction. Maybe you thought it sucked, and and in actuality, people are like, hey, no, it doesn't. But my personal thought is if you are... Just a Star Wars fan, like you grew up with that, you that's you know, was your movie when you were a kid, that kind of thing. And you go into it with this mindset of like, I don't care what other people think, what other people think of the movie, what other people think of my opinion, I'm just going to go in it to have fun. I bet you'll come out being happy either way, whether you love the movie, you thought it was man you'll still have fun regardless, because I really think nowadays that it's kind of an echo chamber of this kind of stuff where we talk about it over and over again and we talk over the movies and we go we go into the nuance of oh they should have done this they should have done that they should have done this guess what you're also not the decision maker so why don't you just enjoy it
1: <laughs> that's a tall
0: order I mean
1: I I remember when Star Wars 7 came out and people were essentially putting all of their social media on like suspended mode Like, they were avoiding anything and everything regarding social media. Not just Star Wars, but they missed everything. And those folks went in, as I said earlier, they went in blind, but also they went in with no expectation, except for the expectation of, finally, Star Wars is back. And the feeling that they had of finally sitting down in that movie theater, not trying to listen to the hustle and bustle around them, and going in with what they remember the feeling of Star Wars as a universe and as a as a piece of entertainment gave them originally as you were saying that's what they were trying to harken back to i would argue for me the one thing that you had said was remember when you first saw Star Wars and and what you first th- thought of Star Wars as a as a movie as a piece of entertainment, and I remember the first thing that I thought of was "With well, Us Ain't No Star Trek,"
0: and I loved. <laughs> I was
1: I was a big Star Trek fan, so it. Um, and now Star Trek is kind of it's kind of waned a little bit, obviously. But yeah, okay. So don't watch the trailers tonight, okay? Not not watching or any rather not seeing anything on social media or on YouTube's. I I think. I think I'll be able to avoid it. So whether I watch the trailer or not, because of the types of news shows that I watch, entertainment-type shows, that's going to come up. So I will – I personally will try my best to adhere to your rules, to adhere to your wishes. Um, I can't say 100 percent that I won't see or hear anything, but I will do my best. But it should be a fun experiment. And uh, yeah, for the rest of you guys that are listening, if you are a Star Wars fan and you do plan on seeing this, this might be the best way for you to see the Rise of the Skywalker. Or rather, Rise of Skywalker. Not getting any kind of outside information to sway you left, right, or center. Just going in there somewhat blind, knowing that you love Star Wars. You love the universe. I mean, as saga movies go, this is going to be the last
0: one, right? I doubt it will be the last one, but it's going to be the last of the Skywalker saga.
1: Okay, that's good. That's a good way to that's a good way to phrase it.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, for one, like everyone, not everyone, but like a lot of people like Star Wars for one, and then <laughs> you, you don't think Disney's not going to milk that cow? <laughs> May the force be
1: with you. Well, Quentin, thank you so much. And uh, once again, I'm so glad we were able to have this conversation now because I don't think I would be been able to hold off another day to keep this secret of me switching to iOS away from you for another day. So. <laughs> um, but aside from that, I'm excited for this Star Wars hiatus. I'm excited um, to get my... Uh, uh, to get under, you know, to get iOS under my skin. And I'm excited for the next couple of weeks to see what else happens in our life. How can people follow you digitally? On Instagram
0: and Xbox at Firewall.
1: You can find me at those places under Lazy Tech Tony. You can follow both of us on Instagram under Still Recording and the Still Recording podcast on Reddit. And until the next time, hope everyone that's a good one. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye guys.